Welcome, welcome, welcome to Be Our Geek. Thank you for joining us, where everyone is a geek about something, and we cover your pop culture landscape through our geek filter. As always, I am Miss Shannon, joined by my good friend and co-host, Jayton Satia. Hey, Shannon. Hey. Now, normally, Jayton, would be, we would be broadcasting from the Twin Cities Film Fest studios, but today, Correct. no. We are on a special Be Our Geek podcasting field trip. Uh, we're doing part of the Eyes Wide Open uh, <laughs> stunt that you decided to do. So we are at the scenic locale of the AC Marriott in the West End in St. Louis Park, Minnesota. It is very nice of here, even though it is suddenly fall here. It is the first day of fall. Yes. E- Equinox is tonight, I think, is like 8 p.m. or something. So we're we're i'm super excited to be here we're at the ac marriott west and mm-hmm. at a shadow mention we're at the reveal rooftop bar that's on the sixth floor and uh the reason we're here the reason we're on this field trip is uh our film festival twin cities film fest is in four weeks right. what that means is that this com- this weekend right now on saturday uh all of our films are on our website right now for you guys to look at we have over 130 films that we'll be showing in 11 days and that's kind of the kickoff for us so members so become members now. Uh, <laughs> if you become members, you actually get pre-sales. So you get about three to four days ahead of everybody else, and there will be sellout screenings. So members actually get to uh, reserve their tickets now. Um, so if you become a member, you get to reserve your tickets now starting starting now. And that is very executor, executive directory of you to explain all of that. But we're also doing this event, and this is very Jayton Satia of you, is that normally people would go, you know what, I'm going to do a fundraiser. We already had a gala. Um, they would normally go, okay, you can donate online. Here's how you can be a member. No, what Jayton decided to do, because he's already team no sleep, he's like, you know what, I'm going to do a 48-hour Everybody come hang out with me, Blitz fundraiser. So now he just has an excuse to not sleep so that we can't nag him the way that we normally would. I get nagged all the time, and that's <laughs> coming from my family members to my staff to my <laughs> friends to strangers to be like, you look sleepy. Yes, I told him. That was the first thing. We were at the, I promise everyone who's listening, we walk into the Twin Cities Film Fest Gala, a fancy, fancy night, and I, we're getting ready to do the, dry, the little like dry run to make sure all the equipment is working, and I see Jayton, who I've known for years, and I'm like, you look tired. And all he can say is, shut up. Because <laughs> I was probably the 51st person to tell him that he looked tired. So you can be part of this grandiose event. Uh, you can go ahead and make donations. And what you can do is that you can basically bid so that he can sleep instead of staying up. Yeah, <laughs> and, as, and as you're quote-unquote bidding and becoming members, right. um, you can actually recommend films I should be watching. So it's a 40-hour movie marathon, so... You guys can see it. The people were live streaming this on our Facebook page as well. But uh, we actually have a TV here, and we're actually watching independent films. And right now what's playing is Tangerine, which was recommended by a member who became a member earlier today. So if you become a member this weekend, um, or if you listen to this podcast later this weekend, or even later this week, um, thank you for becoming a member. But then you should recommend films to me that I should be watching that are kind of buried in the the Netflix queue of yours right. or any queue because there's so much content out there. Mm-hmm. There's so much amazing things to discover. Right. So I want that discovery uh, as much as I do my best and my programming te- team does their best to discover content from across the country to showcase to you. We're all also right. asking you guys to tell us the things that we should be watching that we might not have been watching. So, right. um, yeah. And again, I'm a <laughs> I call myself the masochist. <laughs> He, uh, you're not the only person that calls you that. Yeah, no, we I, all call you, you that. Know, Unnecessary so masochism. Unnecessarily <laughs> staying awake for 48 hours. Um, yeah, my wife was like, "You're stupid." Right. Just <laughs> like, you're just stupid. Like, and most of us co-signed that that determination from your wife. So yeah, which works out just fine. Yeah, I love you, honey. So even though we are on the road, we are still going to do all of the things you have become accustomed to when you were listening to be our geek. And so we're going to talk about a few things movie related in this first segment, and then we are going to introduce you to this week's be uh, be our geek guest geek. So. Uh, Raisa is with us, and so we're going to have Raisa go ahead and um, tell us some information about how she became a geek about Star Wars. So we are going to talk about that. But before we get to that, I um, had some news for you, Jayton, that I thought you would appreciate. Um, Because a few episodes ago, we did talk about the fact that at the Academy Awards, they were having a brand new category, and we were very 
very excited about the fact that they were going to bring in this new Achievement in Popular Film, the Achievement in Popular Film Award, um, basically so that they could g make sure that Black Panther got an award. So that's basically what they were trying to do, I think, is that they were finally just admitting that their ratings have continued to drop since Titanic won a million yep. years ago. And so they're like every year, the Lord of the Rings, and Lord, like yeah. all of these things. So they hadn't. They're like the it's too long, and nobody's watching our thing. So we're gonna make it a popular awards ceremony. And I went, okay, maybe I see it. And you were not a fan of this idea. I, I I'm not a fan because <laughs> if you've seen Black Panther or mm -hmm. any of the other ones, now cinematic verse, obviously with the Marvels, and it's just great content. Right. Period. So to be to have a different category just to give them an award seems pandering to me. Like if, if It clearly was pandering because like they're like, enough so of us do not watch this award and show. And for me, it was, if it's, if it's worth it for you to create a category, put them in the actual categories you currently have. Why don't you fix some of the other stuff as opposed to creating new problems? Right. And they obviously heard that. Mm -hmm. I wasn't the only one, <laughs> and I'm an insignificant <laughs> part of the entire <laughs> universe. That had a little <laughs> problem with this, but I wasn't the only one. There were right, of lots other of there were plenty of detractors for this new potential uh, achievement in popular film awards. So the Academy of Motion Pictures Arts and Sciences has decided to hit pause on that plan, and so they will not be awarding an Oscar for achievement in popular film this year. So do you feel vindicated? Do you feel better, Jaden? Uh, no. Black right. Panther wins, will <laughs> you? No. Because now they're not going to do it. They no, said, no, well, no. you know what? And I think a lot of it is that people who actually consider themselves very significant in the world of whether they get to decide these things or not, we're like, you did not give us enough time to weigh in on how we should uh, make this, this determination for this. There were all these other reasons as well as it was clearly just pandering why they decided they were going to roll back this decision and do a little more studying about the subject matter. So they should study how long it actually takes them to put on the show. They <laughs> always say three hours, but it runs four hours. How do you not study how long acts are going to be in press? So, again, fix from the basics first. And they some of the other decisions that they decided to make for this ceremony, they have decided to continue along that route. So they are going to move a lot of the, um, the scientific and technical awards are going to be in a whole different ceremony. And the other thing they're going to try this year, and this is making me want to watch the show, they're going to do some of the announcements and awards during the commercial breaks. I feel like that's asking for a clusterous disaster. I feel like there's no way that they're going to be able to time it outright. And now <laughs> we're going to come back from the commercials and they're giving an award that they knew we didn't want to watch. And then we're going to have somebody that we don't know giving a speech that we don't want to hear, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're th now they're going to be rushing off some poor, is you know. A, is there a number of like <laughs> how many awards they actually hand out? Again, if you guys don't know, right? We only see the top ones, like the, right. the more popular ones, right? Which, in, in, in the bigger scheme of things, there's so many people that work on every single aspect right. of the movie making. You and cannot I appreciate them. No, I, I want I, them to yes. continue to do their jobs. That is Correct. fantastic. Do I want to hear them give a speech? No. I kind of don't. And that sounds very... I, I know that that's just mean to go that... Uh, that Trevor, uh, Trevor Johnson, the guy who was in charge of making sure that all of the special effects happened, and that's why I really loved Doctor Strange. That's awesome. Still don't want to see it. <laughs> so um, for me, it's a whole bunch of, uh, well, I'm glad they're trying to fix things, mm -hmm. right, like from the internal side. Um, I actually, from a, from a filmmaker standpoint, would, would love to hear from some of these people, but I'm also a very, like, I know what people want to see, and there's only so much right. bandwidth on the air and I think they do stream those other awards on their uh, um, Facebook right. and on their website as well so if you really want to go see and they do highlight them, reels of those yes correct so why give those awards not again I'm not trying to be pessimistic about this but why give those awards even at the ceremony why can't you have a separate section of the ceremony <laughs> that just gives those actual <laughs> awards too because uh, here's the thing is that I appreciate showcasing people's talent I get that but I want we to. know most of our friends that are technical people they are not the most engaging speeches and that you know that sounds terrible they but deserve the honors though right but even if I let's say I won an award do you want to hear me thank my mom 
No, you don't even hear. You know, your Michigan. mom's awesome. I know that, but you don't. Everybody else doesn't know that. They, they will when you thank them. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be me going. I want to give, give props to my mom for always supporting me, oh and then God. thank yeah, you know, thank you to yeah, thank you to my pets. You know, my pets, they're great pets, and they got they had to go without food for a couple of days as I was working on this project. My and plants, all going. my plants have died, and then the music has to start playing, <laughs> and <laughs> that does not need to be part of the ceremony. I get it. I put blood, sweat, and tears into this, and now I have dead house plants. But we have an Academy Award-winning film. Ta-da! <laughs> you can put the Oscar right next to your dead plants. Right. At that point. <laughs> to commemorate them. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm I'm glad they're trying to do things yes. to make it better, to make it more streamlined. You know, the we other are proud of things. There's a lot of components on uh, um, yeah, the try uh, you There's components of the actual program where you can see physically, like they're trying to stretch as much as possible. Right. Into this, they're trying to fit so much into it. It actually seems forced. Mm -hmm. And those are very obvious. They can go back to any broadcast and any telecast and go back to and and say, you know what, that should not have been there anyways. I love a musical performance as much as the next person. Right. That's why I watch the Grammys. <laughs> Does that make sense? So when you when you have X amount of performances, they need to be connected so that they're they're again, are there shorter versions of it? Could you come into that? Like just do the hook. No, like that's I, it. Just I, play the hook of whatever hook song. Or or come out of it. Like as a commercial break. So you're singing the songs happening, happening, happening. So in the audience you're still seeing that. Right. But then cut out of it fade into a commercial so that we're not broadcasting that all live. All right, we are going to have to continue to give all yeah, of our suggestions. I am our, not going to uh, be part of the Academy anytime <laughs> soon. So none they're of these suggestions. They're definitely not hiring you. I just want to throw that out. Me. After this, just, I, you're out. I'm you know out. I, I think I will he never looks be like nominated. a visionary. You look like a visionary. That's fine. You would make the category, you know, I, I, at first I feel like it would have to grow before you could shrink it. Like I feel like some of your determinations would make it a longer show. <laughs> You've but then eventually, start somewhere. <laughs> it's going to be a 10-hour broadcast that eventually in the next 10 years will be cut down to two and a half hours. All right. Well, for right now, we will see what happens the next time, but we know that we will not be seeing an Academy Award for Achievement in Popular Film this no, year. No, I want wah, it. Wah. No, <laughs> I want to put it back <laughs> in. You're just never satisfied. Um, no, I'm not. But uh, for everybody else there, what I know you do want is you want to meet our guest geek this week, and so we are going to introduce her to, to her in just a moment. And we're going to do some deep dive into Star Wars when we return. Welcome back to Be Our Geek. I'm Miss Shannon. Jayton Satia is still here. And uh, Jayton, uh, just reminding everybody that we are on a fantastic field trip as a part of your Eyes Wide Open event, part of the Twin Cities yes, Film you guys, Fest. You guys, like that, you guys like that tag? Eyes I wide did. Open. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, half the other people were like, why Eyes Wide Open? I'm like, well, two things. <laughs> it's, a, it's a take on a film and the fact that I'm going to stay awake for 48 hours. <laughs> So you can be a part of that and see we all of the information. There's like side bets happening now yes. in my staff room, like my staff and stuff. So like over under 30 hours, like he's mm -hmm. passed out before 30 hours or he goes literally over 30 hours without sleep. And I that was part of the determination on when we would actually do the Be Our Geek podcast. So I asked Jayton, I'm like, would you like to do it at the beginning when you're fresh or at the end when you're loopy? I was kind of hoping that we would do it at loopy? the end. <laughs> but I'm, I'm seeing Jayton loopy. So um, I want to bring to the microphone our guest geek this week. Uh, she is the president of the board of directors for the Twin Cities Film Fest and also an industrial specialist uh, is what you do. You do lots of things, and I want to ask you more about what you do in your real life. But please welcome everybody, Raisa Motala. Hi. Good, good day, Raisa. Thank you for having me. Yes, and so, Raisa, we appreciate uh, having guests like you on because, one, you are so lovely, so Aww. talented, but then also... At the core, your creamy center, Star Wars geek. Love it. <laughs> Love it. 
And so, Raisa, in your day job, what do you do during your day job? Um, so I am a commercial broker. So okay. I specialize in manufacturing, tech, supply chain. I help my clients with the sales, the leasing, the re- negotiations of their property and real assets. Right. Um, we work with our clients on investment properties. We help them. We basically help them either save a lot of money or make a lot of money. Well done. You know, everyone likes that. Yes. Yeah. And I know that you also are a board I don't. President. I run a nonprofit. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Jaden, you chose that road. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was an active decision. <laughs> Boo for you and your nonprofit <laughs> status. Um, but, but Raisa, you also do, uh, along with being our, our, our president on the board of directors here at the yeah. TC, at Twin Cities Film Fest, you also work with a lot of female-driven startups and working with those things. Yes. So what got you passionate about that? Um, well, being a female f- is helpful, you know, yes, first exactly. step of, you know, being part of the passion. Right. Um, but I think there is definitely a, a clear discrepancies in how uh, women and men work in a traditional workplace mm-hmm. and in a professional environment. Um, and unfortunately, I'm just a firm believer that in 2018, we really should not have these freaking issues. Right. Like, let's be real. I mean, I... No offense to anyone, but a woman can do just as good, if not a better job. Half well the time, done. Well know? done. And we probably can do it with sleep, unlike a our lo- friend. A, l- a lot less sleep. But for <laughs> that bat, I'm over I'm going over thirty. Just if, if Oh, I have over thirty. All right. I got yeah. you got an over thirty over here. You're thinking he's going to manage to stay awake for over for at 30. least thirty hours. Yes. Yes. And we're going for forty eight is the maximum. Oh, that's forty eight, yeah. Trying for forty eight. I'm a I'm I'm gonna give you this. I'm gonna say forty. Oh, You're gonna, oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna say forty. All right, we'll see. We'll wow. do forty. So now, cool. will he be a drooling mess? Oh, Possibly, yes. but will he be technically awake? Yes. Yes, I think Conscious he can get to forty. Is awake, right? <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> Somebody bring me some toothpicks so I can keep my eyelids open. Cartoon style. Let's go. Oh, I love it. And Raisa, you told a very interesting story um, when you were at the uh, the Twin Cities Film Fest gala, and it was a story about you and your affinity to Star Wars. So, can you let all of our BR geek guests? <laughs> Know what it is that attracted you to Star For Wars. For all those people who are listening to the Star Wars theme song right <laughs> now. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, uh, y- you know, so I, I actually wasn't planning on saying that, and it kind of came out, and mm-hmm. boy, am I regretting it. Why? <laughs> I mean, think about it. Okay, so I think if I recall this, my words were, you know, I started watching Star Wars when I was about eight. Yes. And, I, and you know, you're conflicted by seeing this badass woman princess right that's going out and fighting the rebellion but she's a princess like you know it's it's new that wasn't like jasmine or cinderella who no offense were great but right you know lack some qualities yeah. and <laughs> and then you see boba fett right just flying on his like little like jetpack and, and you're like i want a jet and pack. you're like you you do want a jetpack mm-hmm. but then you're like oh you're kind of cute <laughs> And, I mean, I've not seen Boba Fett without a mask on, you know. I mean, obviously, as you go through the episodes and you see what the clones look like, you have an understanding and you see him as a young child. But but before that, at that point, you're, like, just seeing this man in in a machine. And as an eight-year-old, that's very conflicting. So were you saying that as you uh, aged into maturity, you uh, occasionally were like, you know what, I find guys with welding masks over their face incredibly attractive and i don't know why super attractive (laughs) yeah what happened there so mom if you're listening i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) you did a great job just know that it's not you it's me would you enjoy raizo uh if you were to one day become married would you enjoy having a theme a star wars themed would you like a star wars themed wedding you know the oh I, i so i've already dressed up as Probably six characters for Halloween. Okay. Already as Star Wars characters. Okay. So can you rattle them off um, for us? Which ones have you been? Okay. So Princess Leia. Which variety? Um, oh, definitely not the gold bikini. Yeah. Oh, heck no. Yeah. Uh-uh. Okay. That right. goes against my whole feminism thing. Right. Like, let's be real here. Ch- tied up to a big blob. No exactly. She did take him um, out eventually. That's the part where I'm like, right. go she get it. She did. Yes. But it was that bikini was a bit much even for for the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, so I was, uh, pr- uh, you know, in A New Hope mm-hmm. where she had on her white robe, yes. leaving yes. a message for Obi-Wan Kenobi with a really cute little bun, yep. super great. I had longer hair back then, so it was even perfect for Ooh. that. I didn't even need a wig. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I've been Darth Vader. Nice. nice. Yep. As mm-hmm. you should be. Yep. 
I've been a stormtrooper. Okay. Stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've been a Jedi. Jedi. Wonderful. And nice. there was no specific Jedi. I just, You're got just Jedi, a Jedi ropes. I was I was Reezy. Sure. Nice. You're Jedi Reezy. <laughs> But I like it when you put your personality and your spin onto your fandom. Because I uh, was not uh, Princess Amidala. I was Princess Amasista. Uh, (laughs) That went off very well. Very well. That was one of my favorite ones that I did. I liked that one. It was perfect. Yes. The last the last Star Wars uh, um, character I was was Boba Fett. I had to. I had to. You you know? I I held off for a long time because I was like, I have a crush on this dude. Like, that'd be weird if I dressed up as him, like that creepy stalker girlfriend who really <laughs> wants to date her ex again. And here I am. Now I'm, like, basically wearing his stuff. But maybe that's why you found him attractive is he had characteristics that you wanted to, uh, you envisioned yourself having. Oh, that mask right. was great. But yes. it's really hard to see out of it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm it sure. It was tough. I'm sure. I, you know, I have also gone as Ray, and oh. I think that is that is one of my new favorite ones. Really? Going as okay. Ray. That's how a good that one. Out? Like overall, like how was uh, the like was that a hard character to find things for? Or no, they no. make that. They, they make it now. Oh, they really? buy it. Okay. That's big box store. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I'm mine sure was there's something I'm out sure there something like and that. mine was that was a store bought Ray costume. There you, you go. Know, Princess I'm a sister I had to make. You know. <laughs> but no I, Ray, do you, you have can pictures order pictures of this. I feel like later on we need to compare to some look. images. I will have to look. I could revisit that. That would you be should. fun. I could do that again. I wouldn't mind bringing that back cuz it's been quite some time since I did that. I was Assassin's Creed totally off. Oh, nice. I was Assassin's Creed like last Ooh, Halloween, nice. and it was hilarious because I actually had guys coming up to me mm-hmm. at parties and being like, "What are you? Right? Who are you? Right? What, what is this? Are you like a female Zelda?" <laughs> and I was a little offended. I was like, "And this is where our conversation ends. Thank you for coming." But it's always the video game cosplay that people can't just identify. Yeah. And I, I'll be honest, video game cosplayers always get offended, and I'm like, you know what? Don't get mad, you know, kind of thing. Just yeah. honor the fact that I, I I liked it enough that I asked you who you were supposed to be. Sure. That's what I, I'm saying. I actually won a costume contest. Congratulations. Yes, there was another gal who was dressed up as well, but I think uh, the judges thought I pulled it off better. So you also uh, f- dress up for your goddaughter, too. I'd, so, you oh, my gosh. she the, the best part is, so her first Halloween, she was Darth Vader, and I was... Boba Fett. How old is she? Well, she's three now. Oh, perfect. But it was great because she looked like a little Nintendo remote. So control. little mini Vader. <laughs> she's she like a little pop she figurine. She was just like this little <laughs> baby with like a dark. I don't think her mom appreciated it. See, I, I'm just ticking off everyone. My mom, her mom. That is the best. But like the little cape with the little helmet. But it wasn't covering her face. It was you just know her what? You oh are starting God. her off on a wonderful road. Yeah. Start oh, the costumes she's already, early. She's already got the Star Wars like Stormtrooper trooper like plush thingy and you get invited to be princesses for her right like uh that is actually my partner at work's daughter okay i I do a lot of dress up at sea wonderful (laughs) she's got a side gig (laughs) by the way there are some dress up someone to dress up as something we often do we often (laughs) she's tall enough but not yet tall enough to be a stormtrooper we actually talked with uh colin colin um, colin trevorrow who was who was scheduled to direct the star wars but then he left Yes. For various reasons. Correct. Um, but when he was here in town, uh, Raisa uh, literally asked him what it would take to become a stormtrooper. And he said to her, you're about an inch. I was two inches too short. Two you're inches close, too though. Short. You can get some lifts for that. I, s- I was like, can I stuff my food, like my boots? Like, get like <laughs> you know how like girls in high school stuff their bras? Yes. Can I stuff my boots? And, and he's like, it doesn't work that you way. Know, he's like, I don't, I don't know if the studio is going to be okay with that. <laughs> and I was like, you're the director. What kind of pull do you exactly. have here? You are such a buzzkill. We college. left it as kind of like, a, okay, we'll consider it. And then he left. And but he's never come back. And he's never come back. Well, I think he's going to rule the decision. Right, because I think that was the decision that got him off the Star Wars. There, there must have been like you didn't hire her. Sorry, <laughs> that it was me. That was the it downward was slide. For I was not a stormtrooper. No one would have <laughs> known who it was. No one would have seen me. But they could have felt I your presence, right. yes. and it would have worked out. So, so Raze, I have a question. So, as a uh, as a woman and as a woman of color, how, what is your take on the fact that we have broadened the Star Wars world to have a more diverse cast? Um, like. Thank God. Yeah. Like, seriously. I get it. You know, George Lucas, he wrote great books. Mm-hmm. And I think when you write books that are sci-fi, it's hard sometimes to depict certain characters when you produce a movie. Right. But he did write the freaking books and do the movies. Right. So I was like, was 
everyone in your book white. Yeah, <laughs> like right. It, in the whole universe, mm-hmm. if our planet is not all white, how is your universe <laughs> all white? <laughs> exactly. But hold on, y- you've got a freaking Jabba the Hutt here and yes. Jar Jar Binks. Right. Great. Yes. <laughs> Way to be creative. Right. Um, uh, I, I actually like it, but I'm still waiting for some more badass female Jedis. I know we right. have right now, but, and that's mm-hmm. awesome. But I... But there doesn't have to be the Highlander, at, it, you know. Thing yeah, they, there doesn't have to be only one. Correct. We like we still do that. Where There's it's multiple. Or right. What about like a really super badass like girl Sith? Like, why did we have to go with? Oh, he's with he's Kylo cute, Ren. He's cute in his own. Adam Driver. He's good. He's I like he's emo. Every emo Ren. I emo is my favorite. I, I like him a lot. You, you could know. feel the tension <laughs> in the back. <laughs> in, like in his inter, you could feel <laughs> him. Right. He oozes all the tension. Every time he had like a little, every time he had like a a Sith temper tantrum, I was feeling it. It was like a, it was like a conflicted adolescent. (laughs) I love that. And I'm like, what are you hitting puberty? I like, what is happening? Right, right, exactly. Kind of is. I think that that's one of the things that I do like about uh, the new movies is that they do, they have managed to make them um, multi-emotional. Correct. And so I like that having him just lose it. I find that to be appropriate. So I'm like, why wouldn't you lose it? You know, sometimes, and why does everybody have to be so stoic and so uh, perfect? I don't understand why in that world they would be those people. So I like it when I'm like, it seems kind of corny, but we all have that friend that throws those temper tantrums. <laughs> and you're like, you know what? When they get like that, don't give them too much coffee and move all of your breakables. I like it when you say it. like, we all have that friend. So that everybody who is that person <laughs> could be like, yep, we all have that Yeah, friend. we all have it's that It's never friend. you. You would never say, <laughs> I'm never that, I am that guy. I'm I know one. which one I am. I'm the one that doesn't know that people think I'm too loud. There's always that yes. character, too. I know oh. which character I fall into. I'm not the one, and then she flipped out and broke stuff, friend. <laughs> I no. know which one of my friend group is that person. Is yes. it me? And when she's, no, you're not. You're okay. too, you're like so chilled. Like, you're, you're chilled so to the point mellow. that I'm like, could you smile in a picture? Why you got to tell you what I was. <laughs> We all have these people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but no. So, I mean, and you know where you fall in line. And so since I have friends that would flip out and break things and and I have friends that would be the, you know, the Star Lord in Infinity Wars where you're like, we're trying to we're almost going to win. And then they lose it and fall apart. (laughs) You know, like I I have those friends. So I'm not surprised when people (laughs) act that way. I think it humanizes characters (laughs) when they do that. You know, I mean, if 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 Kylo Ren didn't seem upset. I think I would have been more like, that's, that's, how did you manage to keep it together I that just, whole time? I don't know. I just felt like it was just more of like a very, it was his character was, came off a little childish, though. But that's and what I liked I about get, it. I get, I get your perspective on it. I just felt like it, it made it even more Disney. Mm. I'm not a fan of Disney personally acquiring the franchise. Okay. I think um, Disney is great. I love it. It's the most magical place in the world. It's super fun. The cotton candy is phenomenal right and you know everyone lives happily ever after but that's disney everyone lives happily ever after right this is star wars it's kind of like this you want it to be a little cold a little unemotional you want it to be a little like no oh. we'll see now, now a24 were to get a hold of star wars that'd be a different <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be imagine? a different <laughs> verse and but I love A24. Oh, my God. And, 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 and one of the things that just recently came out is the Hollywood Reporter did their list of the top 100 most yep. influential people in Hollywood, as they do every year. And so top of the list, Bob Iger from Disney yep. came out. And he actually ended up talking about Star Wars during the interview with the Hollywood Reporter. And one of the things he said, that he's the one he's like, my bad. I take responsibility for the fact that maybe we did make too many movies and yeah. that we, you know, we maybe we flooded the market and we didn't really roll things out in a timely, uh, in a time appropriate manner. Yeah, that's and Disney's tactic. Yeah. And so they're just like, you like it? Here's more. And so, well, you know, see dollar signs. Yes. And so now he has decided they are going to slow down. The well, release yeah. of the you major you films. You don't think the solo movie that just came out has something oh. to do with that's that? That's exactly what it is. I that's mean, what like he was talking about. Six I months <laughs> after, here's another one, and people are like, nope. Right. I'll wait until Netflix. And so they did slow down. Now, from from what I've looked at recently, they are still going to, of course, do episode nine. So Correct. that one's still going to come out. Yes. But they are going to slow down the other individual films that they had on schedule. So unfortunately, Raisa, we will not get your Boba Fett and movie. We're not going to get my Boba Fett spinoff. That's mm-hmm. understandable. Right. So I think it's interesting how in 25 years we had six Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. right? It took 25 years to perfect 
three of those six. Yes. Um, because the first three to me, no offense to anyone out there, does not count. Episodes one, so two, you and mean three the prequel trilogy? You're not a fan. Yeah. One, two, and three are just like. Here's what, what I will I, tell what was you. That that is something that I expect Disney to put on. Here's like what. <laughs> that's here's the kind of production. I am. Uh, <laughs> I will. I will. I will defend the prequel trilogy to a point. I do think that they could have been better films. I raise. I do encourage you to go with your. You said it was your coworker's daughter. Uh, yeah. Go with a kid. Take a kid with you yes. and then watch them. And then they give you a little more joy. Because if you use that as an entry level into the fandom, like I was at first, I was one of those people that was super, you know, anti Jaja Binks, all this stuff. I went out and bought, you can get like a bootleg version of Star Wars Episode 1.1, where they take out a bunch of the superfluous chatter with Anakin Skywalker and all the Jaja Blix things. There's this this bootleg so they, version they you just get. So they took Jaja out completely. Mostly everything that you didn't need to move the story along. He's a very unnecessary character. I'm sorry. But but they do end up eventually making him more interesting. But here's uh-huh. what made me on his side is that when they re-released them a number of years ago, I went back out and I saw it again in the theater, and I was in there with a bunch of moms and dads that brought their kids. And so watching these 10, 11, 12-year-old kids laugh at Jar Jar Binks and and enjoy his character made me go, okay, I see, I get it. Because I do want the characters to be, I want there to be accessible characters and to grow the fandom. And so I'm like, all right. That one wasn't me, and I can understand why, you know, when I'm going and making the argument that I want there to be more female-driven movies, and I want there to be more characters of color that are appropriate, not stereotypes, because I want to be able to see myself reflected. I'm sure. like, okay, I get why they tried to do this with this character. Because it's the same as, like, when Jaden, when we were younger and everybody hated Ewoks. Like, yep. grown-ups hated Ewoks. Oh, my gosh, yeah. grown-ups best. Exactly. There's but an Ewok movie that's right. amazing. But grown-up grown-ups dudes, didn't like them. Grown-up dudes wanted to burn Ewok Village to the right. ground. They were they too were cute. M- yeah, but cute, didn't serve a purpose. <laughs> right. And we're like, but we need, I loved Ewoks. I wanted to watch it. The, the animal Ewok figurines. Ewoks are like in India for us. Right. <laughs> so I am very on board with what they have done now like that's why we need porgs you know in the yes. new movie you need to those have are, something those are those cute they're like the cute dodo bird version exactly you know. our little uh, well, aggressive pigeons so you know keep in mind, when i watched episode one mm-hmm. and two and three i was still very young okay i was still oh my god what was i like 10 when i watched so what about it didn't you enjoy two? do you remember uh, yeah i just felt like the Okay, the graphics were better, the storyline. It just, I felt like the overall, it didn't feel like... Uh, it didn't feel Star Wars? Yeah, Fair it enough. didn't feel like it was missing something, and I felt there was just a lot of chatter, a lot of like sparkly things. Everyone was chasing something sparkly rather right. than let's get to the point. That's how I felt about Solo. Okay. You know, I, I love... Um, Rogue One. Yes. Yep. But Solo, I just and Rogue One. When I watched that, I did not see that coming. I was like, yeah. Oh damn, yep. this is back not, to your position. Look at that. Like that one is movie. dark. Exactly. Oh, that one is pretty is dark. Disney. Yeah. And I felt that the thing that I liked about Solo is I did feel like it had the appropriate Star Wars pacing. Here's the yeah. part where you see the people marching. Here's the part where they like. I thought that there were certain beats in the Star Wars universe that. Solo did manage to hit. Right. I do think that they kind of, I think it was too long, but then too rushed at the same time. It's like if they had made it two yeah. different stories, then maybe I would have liked it more. And if they had given it, I think the timing was terrible with Solo. Oh, so bad. And yeah. I, the movie itself, and I actually I actually watched that with Jayden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went we to like a pre-screening. We went to a pre-screening, and like I had to like really hold it in and not like blurt it out on like social media and be <laughs> like, don't watch it, it sucks. <laughs> well, my <laughs> whole thing, embargo. if they had put um, star, if they had put Solo, um, a Star Wars story, out sooner so that we were nostalgic for the character because we knew, spoiler alert, um, that the character was passing away. So if it was closer to when episodes, uh, The Force Awakens came out. So when it was closer to that. So, and we knew, oh, this character is now gone. I'm interested in an origin story, even though we knew it. It was so past that that I felt like it was just basically a real-life Wikipedia article, like, yep. and you're oh trying to line it up. Absolutely. So there was no reason and no sense of urgency for it because I didn't need to know that story at that moment. So I'm like, why would I drop what I'm doing as a busy person and go watch at Solo? Th- at the same time, though, right, I, the way they killed off Han Solo, mm-hmm. he was such a badass, like this... 
pilot, Millennium Falcon. <laughs> he was like, you know, this player. Uh, okay, uh, so if I had to pick a guy on the good side, it'd probably be Han Solo. Like mm-hmm. that'd be my, my sure. for sure crush. Yep. And Harrison <laughs> Ford, just in general, is so yep. sexy. Um, <laughs> I have issues. We know now. No, that's fine. Um, as no we issues all do. Right. But. Uh, it was just so easy. Like, it was just too easy. Like, no one put effort into killing him. Like, give the man a dignified death. He well, obviously, see, when he was I walking that towards was his son, and you're just like, well, we all know what's going to happen. This is so freaking obvious. He's going to die. His kid's going to kill him. How does he not see this? How, <laughs> like, did Disney really think, oh, after, you know what, 25 years and some great movies, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> Well, you have to think about the character, right? Was he's it a budget thing? Like well, he's obviously fought for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And he was, in that moment, I would believe, from a character side, just ready to just face his son, who right. he hadn't seen in years. And um, I think he felt the way I was internalizing, I felt he, he felt some remorse because his son was in this scenario correct. in the first place. I correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. I so I think if it, if it was, if you were in that character of Han Solo... And you have been, you are the badass that nobody can kill, right? You've, right. Uh, you have, you've escaped and escaped and escaped. I would assume the one person. You've been that frozen he, and thawed. Right. Yeah. I would assume the one person that he would want to just end it would be somebody who he truly cared about. <laughs> yes, a princess Leia should have done it. I mean, she'd have got it. Could you imagine if that she would have been too? They did hug him. You have gone rogue on me one too many times <laughs> and then just push like, him off a bridge. Um, I don't know. I don't. I, I. I don't disagree with you, but I can see why that character decision I was total, made. Yeah. I mean, I. I get it from that perspective, and and I understand. Understand that. I just. I uh, sitting there. I was just like mortified. I'm like, really? This is see, and really? I come on. I have been on board with. Wasn't he every frozen in an ice block for yes, three years? Yeah, <laughs> I w- I've been on board with every death that we have had in the new movies. Okay. Because I, you know, it, it, as a fan of the world that they live in. It's say if you've been part of the uh, rebellion for so many years and now you're part of the resistance, the fact that some of these characters have managed to make it into the world that we are now when we get into episode seven, eight, and nine, you know, you're going, why? You're lucky you're still here. Right. You know, because that doesn't even make sense. That would be, to me, if they weren't slowly dying, I feel like that would have been. Game of Thrones. That, yeah, exactly. So if they were still here, then I feel like that would have made it to Disney. Sure. If we're like, if we hold Princess Leia and Han Solo and 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 Luke right. so precious that we, we can't let go of them. Right. Then right. I think that's bad for the franchise. You, uh, what were your thoughts on, you know, Princess, you know, Leia just flying out of this exploding ship, s- floating through space. Everyone's like, this is how she goes. This is how she dies. And then she uses, and then the, she force. uses the force to pull herself back in magically unscathed. You know, like I w- perfectly in, like her hair, like when she walked in, it was like, wow, you didn't. <laughs> but then she went in a coma for <laughs> a there's bit. There's like no gravity, so there's, yeah. no right. loop, there's, no, there's no wind in space. So <laughs> That's it's true, but fine. when she gets sucked in, you'd think she'd be a little roughed up. I right? had to with my friends. We had to crowdsource why that made sense. And so once we had that discussion, then now I am more at peace with that happening. Because at the time I was like, now all of a sudden you got super force pull. Yeah, where, you know you did before. The first but years. then we were talking about it, and one of my friends brought up the fact that she basically the way that the force worked around her was basically as a shielding mechanism, and so it would have ki- it it could have possibly kicked in in a way that she would have been protected. For a minimum amount of time, which is what happened in but the film. But she couldn't so my friend get herself tied up to Jabba the Hutt. Like <laughs> she didn't. She had not. Uh, she what hadn't is. expanded her powers hadn't to expand- that point. Yeah, yet. that's right. true. I had a discussion with my friend. He said, "Well, what if?" I'm like, we're going. What if? And I was like, "Yeah." Yes. He goes like, "What if Kylo Ren would have used his force to push Leia back into the ship?" Because he was there, right? He and was, he there. was he the one who did yet. not shoot it. He was like, "What if Kylo? Like, would that have changed the the context of?" Obviously, the the rest of the film, right? But like even the next, I'm like, that's fascinating. Right. I didn't even think about it because like, that's his mom. Yeah. Right. Like, and he, he is conflicted. He's conflicted. You can he see it, like, like see in his it. expressions and how he could have just holding, like, yeah, little flick of his finger, like swooped her back into the ship, right. and nobody really would have known, right? But he didn't. See, I would have maybe liked that better. 
I feel like now we get a little twist in this. Yes. You know, now you're really that, that conflicted adolescent little Sith baby. Like I did really enjoy the fact that at the end he's all like, like screw the Sith and the Jedi. Yep. Let's just do our Let's thing. And I was like, well done. I liked that direction. That was the but only part that I liked. Yeah, I liked that part. more Darth Vader. Yes. Yeah. That's what Darth I Vader right. was like, I'm just going to do me. Right. You guys, you guys are going to just follow you me. You happen yeah. to be in control, right. but if I could get rid of you, I would do that. Y'all right. are just towing the line here. I, uh, yeah, I just thought it was interesting and at the end of the movie how she kind of made, you know, they make peace with her, which was good because that's that's a good way to have her character kind of go. Then, right. Right. That was respectful and that was great. I just, I'm, I'm still going to ponder that Han Solo one for a while longer, maybe for a few more years and see where it goes and. You know, but I think the one thing about the Star Wars movies, I don't like the way they're ending them now. What do you mean? You know, you've got, okay, so Rogue One was great. It kind of was just like, you're all dead. Right. Um, not great in that sense, but like, this was a great story. Good ending. End. It was a good ending. It finished it. Solo, the way that ended, where you see Darth Maul now kind of appear, and that opens up this whole new... Which like, we need to get our friend worms. Dean Edwards back on it, because yeah, Dean, Dean Edwards has sat down and like timelined it and so he was super yeah. not on board with Darth Maul there he's like the math he said that the, uh, the it did not. that the, the math doesn't add it up. does Correct. not because what right. at what point because if you look at Solo's character where he is at that stage versus right. where episode one starts that doesn't work and then right. there's that little boy who takes the force with the broomstick at the end that they free right. who are you and who is random he? What Jedi part, kid yeah right. what part does he play we all know everybody's a Jedi now exactly you know, he's, he's gonna be one of those Jedis that ends up in that big battle that had Samuel Jackson oh. in it or whatever oh. when they all got killed or yeah. like basically yeah. one of the that's the thing. <laughs> or like, is, is that was he there? Was right. he not? Did we miss like a little glimpse of something? It was those pieces. The way they end these now, I'm like, are you trying to give us like a teaser, right. or are you just trying to like morph with our minds? Or you just got so lazy, you're like, we'll just end it. Be done. Be done. It's <laughs> a budgeting trying, issue. I think they're trying to make little mini cliffhangers and like figure out th where there's a carrot that they ties all go them together. Though. But they yeah, don't. Yeah, but the, the timeline, like you said, just does not match. Because right. I sat down and I went through each ending of the movie and I was like, yeah, it kind of makes sense, makes sense. Sure, we pick up here, we drop off here. Like the first couple had a path. Now right. you're just sitting here going, that was a spinoff. Now we're going into episode nine. Does this connect to the next spinoff? Or is this going right. to lead us down another path? Is there going to be a pre-prequel? <laughs> like, <I laughs> Well, we know that we are going to get, if we go through what Bob Iger has said, so they're not going to release all of the independent films. They're rolling those back slightly. We are going to get nine for sure. Um, that's still on deck. And then they're going to continue along with the... Um, projected television series that they were going to do. Yep. They're right. not rolling those back. So I think it's interesting that, like, okay, so we'll still so get... So standalone stuff will be held for, for the moment. Yeah, so J.J. Abrams, he's still going to do his, okay. so that's still fine. Um, they're still going to be doing uh, the random TV show that uh, John Favreau yep. uh, was going to do, so they're going to do those things yep. and figure out how Which those that work. That, 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 that should work. I I like and John then the I cartoons are coming back. The, the you know, cartoons things. are yes. great. Yeah. I think those are fun because it's a nice little way to connect, like, a younger generation who maybe didn't have that Star Wars thrill right. growing up. Um, those aren't bad because they, they play a lot off the Clone Wars books. Right. And I read those and those were good. Mm -hmm. It was a nice little in-betweener. Right. It's good, and good. that is a now beloved franchise. That's those Clone franchise. Wars. That yeah. is, mm -hmm. for sure. I'm... I know there was talks of a of a Han Solo spinoff. There was talks of an Obi Wan. There was talk. There was talks Correct. of a Chewie spinoff. Right. And I'm like, what? What is this gonna? <laughs> and it was whoa, a bunch. Yeah. Exactly. Because <laughs> we have all seen, and if you have not, I encourage everyone to watch the Star Wars holiday special. Uh, we watch it every holiday yes, season, my friends and I. <laughs> we talk about it. We've actually yes. talked about yeah. it. Yes, it is podcast. joyous and terrible. So we it's don't need to revisit above, another world of know. you know of Chewie and his family. We get it. Lovely, 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 lovely creatures. Wookies. Yes, but we do not need to go and visit that planet again. You know, right that around that time, happen. it's great to get a hug from someone like that. It's cold. <laughs> It'd be a good holiday <laughs> part, buddy. You know, but so those were you will have to continue to wait on. Um, let's see. What else are we going to get? Did they decide to keep going? Well, yeah, and you know, this is what this put this on hold is because because they liked Donald Glover's Lando Calrissian character so much, sure. they were trying to wedge that in there, even though it wasn't there, and so now they rolled back on that, too. That's like, good maybe idea. we won't even idea. write one of those. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. I mean, I actually would, from Solo, I actually loved his character. Yes. Like, that was one of my 
top highlights. And I, we walked out of the film. I'm like, but uh, Donald Glover, yo, I yeah, can do, yeah like, exactly. I can, <laughs> I can get with that. Now Listen, again, if they great. were to have a standalone, I'd I'd actually watch that one. I Let him do the soundtrack, and then instead of "This Is America," this is the universe. You know, kind of thing. Like Charles Gambino just comes <laughs> right, out, like dro- drops Drop a little beat. And if you could you imagine if his character like was in some Star epic. Wars style bar and all of a sudden he oh turned all childish Gambino and got up there and just broke it down? That would be like, legit. You don't go say like what? Say like what? I'd be like, work, Donald. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he played his character extremely well. Yes. It was to the point that when I heard that they were going to put um, Lando Calrissian in the upcoming episode nine, and it was going to be Billy D. Williams, which originally I was like, it's ought to be Billy D. Williams. Yeah, now I'm like, right. now can they like CGI age Donald Glover or just sure make him can. older? And that's because oh, I sure thought he can. was so like, great at it. So and I felt good. I felt bad because I want Billy D. Williams to have last little hurrah, but I'm like, but, but dude, he took your you job. Know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was and the only better. character he, that I, took your I job. But yeah. when you watch Solo and you watch him in there and then you go back and you watch the originals and you're like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. really got into that. Yes. Like, you made it work. Right. The other characters are still, like, a little bit. They're either learning off, yeah. to get into that role or they're finding a way to grow into that. Exactly. He just took it. He ran with it. And yeah, they had a lot time. of potential. Like, I was really watching Solo going, oh, look, Danny knew. Oh, man, what mm. they do to Like, family. the only one they could not mess up, and that was Chewie. <laughs> because it's, he was just Chewie. It's a freaking Ewok. You can't <laughs> right. mess that up. Like, <laughs> He's a, well, you know, when you got to be a Wookiee, you, gotta, you love your Wookiees. So what do you hope for the franchise, Raisa, um, as a fan? So I, I'm a numbers person, so I get it. You know, Star Wars made four point two billion mm-hmm. with this, you know, acquisition from Disney from 2012 to now. So I understand their need and their desire to just push everything out and trademark everything, and every like bed sheets are Star Wars and slip. But as a fan, I, it kind of makes me a little sad because it's not like that, you know, that really cool thing that before I, I grew up being the biggest dork out there, right? And when you said Star Wars, people would be like, oh, you're one of those. Yes. But it was like that special thing for you, right? Mm-hmm. No one knew about it. It wasn't so popular. Now, everyone's like, oh, yeah, we love Star Wars. We It's so great. Like, I've got a, 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 a coffee mug, and I've got, <laughs> like, a, a hat. But at the bottom, it says, like, incorporated by Disney. <laughs> and you're like, mm-hmm, great. So I understand the whole let's go make money and just blow it out of the water and collect our billions. But as you look at the movies, Rogue One did a billion Solo did 103 million. Right. That is a huge, huge, huge. So you're uh, you're hoping that they actively think about all the things that they're pushing out there, as opposed to just pushing out as a fan from a fan's perspective. Yeah, as a fan's perspective, like let it live on, and sometimes less is more. Right. Give us more time to wait. That anticipation. Do you ever remember getting comics, like ordering comics when you're younger? Sure, right. And like you had to wait every month, but it took you like maybe an hour to read it. Well, right. you went back and reread the the ones that you exactly. had over and over and exactly. over. Exactly. But you had to wait 30 full days to get the new comic. It's a long time. It was so, it was like, oh, my mom's like, the mail's here. Is my comic in? <laughs> Is my comic? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> you know, so like for me, that, it, that anticipation as a fan is what makes Star Wars so great building their characters, perfecting them in a sense that you're not trying to appease the audience and the greater story of how can we make sure everyone loves this and goes and buys a, a solo t-shirt after this, but how do we continue this legacy and the story that George Lucas started? And you pick up fans along the way. If you really care, you will love it. If you <laughs> don't, then you're just in it for like the quick 15-minute stardom. Like, oh, yeah, I'm a Star Wars fan. Well, since we're all into it, I hope that we can uh, collectively come up with maybe like a Star Wars-related um, group costume for this year. Oh this is what I think we should do. So at least the three yeah. of us, we'll see if we can get some other friends on board. Oh we'll come up with gosh. a group costume. I'll be Childish Gambino. <laughs> okay, we can do that. You can be the, you can do Orlando. I think that'll work because can we'll I be, be doing... Solo? You can be whoever you want. I feel like I would make a badass Han This is you fantasy. You should be um, an Ewok. I'm too tall. <laughs> a really tall I Ewok. Could be right. a, I could be. Right. I could be. I could be. I could be like a Wookie. A Wookie Ewok hybrid. 
You know what, Raisa? Oh, this is fantasy. <laughs> so you can be whatever you want. <laughs> I think that'll be great because we are going to be doing um, um, one of our, we haven't exactly figured out what we're going to do, but one of our BR Geek episodes will, of course, be during the uh, Twin Cities Film Fest yes. in October. Yeah. So there'll be a great time for us to do a little costuming that's doing that. That's going to be so right we will noodle on yeah. it. Yeah, so we'll noodle on it. If any of our listeners have some suggestions, you're always welcome to hit us up on yes. BR Geek on Facebook and Twitter. If you have any of those, that's great. Oh, yeah. And remind everybody where they can find you, Raisa, if they want to find you uh, on you can find me on Instagram mm-hmm. at Risa M. You can find me on Facebook. Um, I'm sure I'm floating out there somewhere. Well, wonderful. And if not, get your force and go to and I'll get you back <laughs> into the ship. Uh, Jayton, you said that the tickets are available right now for the Twin Cities Film Fest no, if they want to become a that member. Is not that what, what I said. <laughs> I said <laughs> tickets are available very soon, but okay. members who become members right now or are current members can actually have access prior to the tickets going on sale. Perfect. And you'll get an email. So as soon as you become a member, you'll get an email of when you can reserve your tickets. And you do have a window of, uh, I think, three or four, if not five days before it actually goes live to everybody else to scoop up all the tickets. So, yes. So in the next four weeks... Everything's going to happen, like, now. But yes. right now, I'm focused on staying awake for the next... Yeah. I don't even know. How much longer do you guys I, I have? We have, we have a while longer. I, have a I, I know what, w- what will keep you up. Okay, cool. We can dive into the political and government structure of Star Wars and oh how it yes. relates to modern-day America. And I like that. I've... I'm not kidding. I have a notebook about this. We should talk about this. Sometime. Let's do that. And let's why why in Think the meantime, about it. Why don't the we protest, the marching? It's very like 1984, but then in Star Wars with all the the stormtroopers and the clones, and then as the and okay. I think we should. <laughs> I'm, at getting, least I'm getting looks from Jay and like to shut up. And now. let's <laughs> while as part of your eyes wide open, let's throw in a Star Wars movie while we're here. And so you let's hope. do one of those while we're sitting up here. Let's do a New Hope. You good for that, Jade? Become a member, <laughs> and you can. I am a member. Exactly. I'm a. Can <laughs> someone out there please become a member so that we can watch a new hope? Please, new please hope. throw right. in a Star Fair Wars enough. movie. Anything. Ex- you know what? Not any Star Wars. Anything that's four, five, or six. <laughs> And you can do all of that at TwinCitiesFilmFest.org. And you can find us. Again, you can go online at BRGeek on Facebook and Twitter. And we will see you again next time. Thanks for having me. (laughs) To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.